Previously on Pop Culture Leftovers. Have you ever, have you like people like rave about Con Air all the time? Mm. Dude, I love Con Air. Con Air was so good, man. That was such a good movie. It was have okay, you, but it no, wasn't good. No, no. Have you gone back? It's a good movie. Yeah. But have I mean, you gone back? No, I want you to listen to me. Yeah. Have you gone back and listened to Nicolas Cage's southern accent in that film and his <laughs> lines? Yeah. Go back. I want you to. Go, I want everybody that's listening to right now go uh, to their video store or if Redbox has it. I doubt it. Right. But if you, you go to find ne- maybe Netflix, Netflix yeah. I just want you to watch Nicolas Cage in Con Air. Okay. <laughs> and listen to his southern accent and his lines in that movie. It is horrible. It's okay. forced and it sounds fake and it's awful. Before we start the show, I wanted to say that maybe last week I was a little bit unfair in my assessment of Nicolas Cage's epic performance in Con Air. Uh, Upon rewatching the film, I mean, I've changed my mind 100% down to 180 how I feel about this legendary actor. I went ahead and I've put together some of the best scenes from that fantastic movie. So I dedicate this show to... Nicholas Cage. Dearest Trisha, I think of you always. Your smile, your laugh. I'm not angry. The blame's gotta fall on me. I am, however, torn apart when I think that I won't be there to see our child come into the world cradled in your arms and a first smile. I got your package. Those pink coconut things have made me quite popular. Met a guy just the other day, baby up. He sure does love him. Dear Casey, it was so good to read your letter. I'm glad you like your teacher. We don't exactly have a playtime like you. We do go outside, though, but normally we don't hold hands. Dear Humminbird, break out the fine china, chill the lemonade, tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree, because this boy's coming home to his ladies. Coming home forever. Cyrus, this is your barbecue, man, and it tastes good. You're going to be in Miss Alabama? That makes your daddy very proud. All I can think about is like, there ain't no God. He don't exist. Hey, where you going? I'm gonna show you God does exist. If you talk to my wife again, you tell her I love her. She's my hummingbird. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. One of them's me, the other's not you. Now don't you worry about little Scotty Dalton. Sometimes you meet people like that. I meant to get a haircut. I said, put the bunny back in the box. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? What are you gonna do for me? What do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna save the fucking day. Episode 14. There's already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap! Good it, toss it, good it, taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it Let's embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carryover, counterculture, pushovers Pop culture Leftovers. 
Hey, it's Brian with Pop Culture Leftovers here. Um, I wanted to explain, it seems like every other week I'm explaining something happened with our audio, and it happened again this week. Our new segment was kind of ruined. Uh, it skipped a lot, so I'm not going to play that new segment, but our Wolverine review is perfect, so definitely check that out. Um, some of the stuff from the new segment that is playable, um, it's going to be available at the end of of the closing music. So if you do want to listen to it, there is a little bit of skipping, but if you do want to listen to it, you can. Um, we did get some listener, uh, we did get one listener question that we did address in that new segment. It's uh, from Mike from Pennsylvania. Mike will answer the question next week. We did, we did answer it in this segment, but it's not, it's not even listenable. So we'll answer it again for you next week, buddy. And we're sorry about that. So um, we're going to start, I'm going to start off with the Wolverine review. I hope everybody enjoys it. But before we go into the Wolverine review, I'm going to play every Wolverine scream in every Wolverine movie ever. Enjoy. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to start talking about our review of Fox's The Wolverine. So this was the new James Mangold movie that uh, came out. It was just released. It stars Hugh Jackman as, uh, of course, Wolverine. And if you don't know that, there's something wrong with you. Um, it was uh, written, let's see here, it was written by Mark Bomback, And uh, screenplay was uh, Scott Frank. Um Let's see here. Let's go over some of the cast. Now, this cast is going to be... I'm going to do my best to read these names off because a lot of these actors are uh, Japanese and I'm not uh, Japanese. <laughs> All right. We've got Hugh Jackman. He plays Logan. Uh, Teo Okamoto as uh, Mariko. Uh, Ryla Fukushima. Her name just cursed at me, but <laughs> she played Yukio. Uh, Hiroyuki Sanada. As Shingen, and I remember him from The Last Samurai. Yes. Um, really great scene in that movie um, with uh, Tom Cruise when uh, Tom Cruise when he was beating Tom Cruise with the wooden bow staff. Mm, right. Uh, and the, it's raining. That was a really powerful scene. I really liked him in you that movie. You did bring up uh, Mark Bomback as one of the screenwriters. Uh-huh. He's uh, associated with the dawn of the new the Planet of the Apes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Did you guys hear about the trailer for that? Yeah. Holy no. shit. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to let everybody know that. Yeah. The Dawn of the Planet of the Apes trailer that they showed at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, mm-hmm. like, freaking just gave me chills just hearing the description. Right. They're on horseback. Just the still picture alone. And it's basically, I think it's, they, they said something about, yeah, we're going to talk about the Wolverine here in a second, but they said something about, like, you know, human numbers have been depleted mm-hmm. quite a lot, quite a bit, and there, you know, and, and there's more apes now, and, you know, Caesar's been teaching them how to speak and things right. like that. 
And uh, I don't know if it's, if they're going to try and coexist or not in this. In this, I think they're going to take over. So, well, there, yeah, there was a virus, a yeah. simian virus. That's why the humans are are being wiped out. They okay. turned to the apes, apparently. Right. So, um, okay, and then we had Svetlana mm-hmm. Kenkova as the Viper, Brian yes. T as No, Hal Yamanchi as Yashida, William Lee as Harada. Ken Yamamura as young Yoshida. Famke Johnson, we know her as Jean Grey in all the X-Men films. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see here. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right there. I think I've done a decent job with the names. <laughs> that was a good job, yeah. yeah. Negotiations were good, Brian. Yeah. But um, uh, let's see here. Let's go over the Wolverine synopsis. In modern-day Japan, Wolverine is out of his depth in an unknown world as he faces his ultimate nemesis in a life-or-death battle that will leave him forever changed. Vulnerable for the first time and pushed to his physical and emotional limits, he confronts not only lethal samurai steel, but also his inner struggle against his own immortality, emerging more powerful than we have ever seen him before. So... We all saw the Wolverine. I know. When did you guys see it? Friday night. Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it uh, Saturday night. I saw it at noon today. About at twelve thirty today. So, um, who wants to start with uh, their review? But first, actually, before we go into the review of our rating systems, real quick, if someone hasn't watched our show, we do have a different rating system. Um, but uh, I'm going to have somebody explain that real quick. Any fucking day now. <laughs> the rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right, who wants to go first with their review of The Wolverine? I, I'll go, actually. Sure. Um, I am going to give it a strong taste it. Um, it's bordering on a Tupperware. Uh, it, t- to me, you know, I didn't want to compare this to the last movie because the last movie was such crap that I, I just I put that aside. I didn't even think about it. And what I did think about was uh, my love for Wolverine, which came about through the Frank Miller, Chris Claremont comic book series. And that's what this movie is based on. And so I was basing, you know, how much I appreciated this. You know, what did what did they do right based on this comic book series? And for me, they they did everything they were supposed to from that storyline. Um, and again, it shows, you know, like you said, uh, Wolverine's vulnerability, and also, you know, when he becomes his most powerful is when he's his most wounded, like an animal. You know, if you wound an animal, that's when they're the, they're the scariest. You shouldn't approach them because they're, they're the most dangerous when they're wounded. And that's what this is about. And it was kind of showing a different side of Wolverine. And I think they did that perfectly. I think th- there was very little I didn't like the movie. There was a couple scenes that I could have done without. without. But overall, I, I absolutely wanted to see it again after it was over. Um, visually stunning music was so good the the music again pays such a, a an important role for me in any movie if the music goes with what's going on and exactly this was the best music in any of the wolf x-men movies I, I think this was the best mutant movie period and so that's my strong taste it nice okay um jake what about you man I am also going to give it a uh, strong taste. It. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I thought the first one was 
a big piece of shit myself. Um, this movie was great. Um, one of the best action, action sequences of the summer was that uh, bullet train sequence. I'm sure we'll talk about it in more detail later, but really unique action sequences. Just a lot of fun. I thought Hugh Jackman was really good. Um, I'm not going to go so far as to say best mutant movie. I still think First Class was a little bit better, but it was definitely the second best. I mean, it was way better than the last Wolverine and much better than all three X-Men movies before First Class. Okay, so we've got two tasteds. Um, I'm going to go ahead with my rating. Um, I, I give it a toss it, guys. Oh, wow. Um, I, I left the theater bored and unimpressed. Um, this was a mediocre movie, in my opinion. Um, I did not hate it. This was not Iron Man 3 for me. It was just really forgettable. Um, I'm, I'm To the point where like I'm just unimpressed with Fox. Big time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm thinking to myself, after this movie, did they not see Avengers? I mean, where are the big wow moments? You talk about the bullet train scene, and the physics in that scene did not make sense. You can't move like that. No. It, it was just, it was ridiculous. It was almost as bad as X-Men, the original, where Wolverine is swinging around the Empire State Building with those claws. <laughs> mm-hmm. on. It was just ridiculous. Um, at this point, I just want to see Fox and Sony work out a deal to get their characters in Marvel Studios films, because then maybe we might see a decent Wolverine movie, in my opinion. Um, I'm still waiting for a good Wolverine movie. Um, I like parts of Wolverine. I liked, I actually, and you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but there are parts of Wolverine Origins, the movie, that I like better than the movie as a whole. Um, hmm. This movie was just Pat Morita shy of being Karate <laughs> Kid Part 2 to me, and if I wanted to watch a Kung Fu movie, I'd watch a Jet Li movie or Kill Bill. This just was not a Wolverine movie I wanted to see. I think if I think it suffered a lot from the fact that when they first talked about this movie, they said it was going to be a prequel. Mm. And I think when this Days of Future Past movie got in development, they were like, no, we have to have this tie into Days of Future Past. Right. This would have been better served as a prequel mm-hmm. because this after all we've seen and like even they were shitty movies like in X-Men 1, 2 and 3 even 3 even after we, we and and you know first class yeah. after all the amazing you know things that we saw in first class and then like even a lot of the mutants and powers and things like that that we've seen in the first 3 X-Men movies this was just kind of like bland yeah put me to sleep yeah. I, I i i won't be watching it again i i didn't care for a lot of the villains we'll get into that yeah um I, I want you guys to talk about what you did like because i'm sure there are people that did like it but i i will go on record to say that i give it a toss it okay well actually i was coming into this as thinking i was going to be the jake of the group tonight uh tossing it. <laughs> um i'm in the middle between a, a, a toss it and a taste it just because it is wolverine you he gotta pick my, one he then I would say low, low tasted. Okay. He is my favorite <clears throat> X-Men character, one of my favorite Marvel characters. Um, I had high expectations of this because the last movie sucked really bad, in my opinion. Um, the action scenes were cool, but overall the movie fell flat, in my opinion, with, with the action scenes because they were too short. You know, they just there was a lot of cool things about them. Uh, the storyline was okay, but it was very boring at times. Uh, I didn't like – I didn't think that it needed to be two hours, maybe – 20 minutes less than that. I don't know. Uh, the train scene was a little over the top, but to me it was probably the best scene in the movie just because it had some over-the-top action sequence. You know, I, I know what you're saying with the physics. You can't just jump. You can't just kind of hop up from your your belly and, and, you know, pass over whatever that was they were passing over. But 
Uh, the post credit scene, <laughs> the post credit scene was interesting, uh, but that was about it for me. Uh, very disappointed in this film. I like Jackman as Wolverine, but the second try at a stand. I'm trying to understand how you gave it a low taste at, to begin with, Dan. It sounds like you're tossing it. The the music was cool. There were some scenes I liked, and we'll get into that. Um, but like I said, it, the second try at a standalone standalone Wolverine movie failed once again to me. Um, I would rather watch the team working together rather than a simple story about Wolverine. Uh, so I would say keep them together as a team, more of an X Men movie versus standalone. Right. You know what I mean? There's yeah. just there was just there were certain things I liked about it. Taste it. I mean, I'm not telling people to go see rush out and see this in the theater, but definitely give it a shot on you know TV or DVD or however you watch movies. But that's the reason why I'm tasting. It. Right. Did, okay. Did anyone see this in 3D? Why? No. <laughs> I don't know. No, I that's just like I know. Work. I just I think it's just another way from them for Fox to get some more money. I probably in their won't see another movie in 3D after Pacific Rim IMAX. It's just oh god, when Avatar two comes out, well, um, that's a little bit different because they shoot yeah, it I'm in 3D that. and yeah. But yeah, this I don't know. Let's get well, into I see it. this in 3D. Right, there was yeah, one I, scene I where 3D would have been perfect, and that was the train scene. But. That's just my opinion. Things are moving way too fast in that train scene for you to even yeah. understand the depth of that scene, in my opinion. Like, I think when like things are moving too fast, mm-hmm. it actually hurts 3D. Okay. I think 3D yeah. is better utilized when it shows like the depth Slow of a scene. Slow motion. Or- like, there was a scene in The Hobbit where Gandalf is sitting at that table with the elves, and you yeah. could, it, it's almost like you are on one end of that table okay, and yeah. Gandalf's at the other end. Like you're in the room yeah, with right. him chilling. Yeah. That's the way it should be. It shouldn't be like, okay, so you've got this character and he's like, you know, I don't know, he's going to punch you and you see his fist or something right, come out. Right. You know, it was cool with Dread when the blood came out at the screen. That mm-hmm. was cool, but it doesn't always work as as well as they did. Not every Dread. movie should be 3D post-converted. Yeah. Ag- just, agreed. Yeah. Post-conversion 3D usually sucks. Sucks, yeah. Yeah. There was one scene, though, I liked the movie when they were running through the casino and then they got behind that door and he kind of shoved his claw into the door. Oh, yeah. You saw that in 3D then? No, no, I'm saying oh. that's the one scene I did like about the movie. One, right. other, one of the scenes, if we're talking about it. I'd rather watch Jackass again in 3D. I'd rather watch Con Air. <laughs> Con Air. Can they post convert Con Air in 3D? I'd definitely go see it at the theater if they post convert out his southern voice. Maybe <laughs> is that is that possible? <laughs> All right, so let's talk. About, let's break down the movie a little bit here, guys. Um, <laughs> Why? <laughs> hey, let I, them you know, do it. Well, you know what? I can no, break I down this movie too. Yeah, you can. Sure, I'm not going to. You broke down I, Iron just Man because three. I didn't like the movie doesn't mean that I'm going to sit here and not dog it. Yeah, I hear you. Well, I'm not going to dog it the whole time either. I'm going <laughs> to let these guys talk about it, what they liked because there's a lot of people that did like. Oh, this I know, movie. I know. I'm just, just because I'm I didn't like it around. just didn't mean that you know that there's it's not over. people that. And I'm I'm not going to sit here and fucking bag on the movie. I said this movie did not infuriate me yeah. like Iron Man three did. Right. That did. They took everything about that character and. Made it wrong. And and Shane Black turned it into a Shane Black movie first and an <laughs> Iron Man movie second. Yeah. And I think Robert Downey Jr. had his little, you know, pause on that movie too. Diva. So and he had a lot of the the talk uh, he had a lot of influence behind the suit design mm-hmm. in that movie. Yeah. So I think he had a little bit more influence in that movie. Um there were things that I did like about this yeah. movie, but not a lot. <laughs> um, um I want to hear about you know what you guys liked about the movie though because Jay actually brought up some really cool points the way he breaks it down it it sounded really cool about you know how uh, Wolverine is this wounded animal and this is how he acts out Mm -hmm. if they would have done a better job of portraying that on the film yeah then I would have maybe gotten more into it I I just wasn't emotionally invested in this film no I completely understand with you Brian but yeah 
Well, I mean, to, yeah, to me, some of it reminded me of when in Superman 2, he loses his power over, you know, w- wanting to be a normal man and, you know, right. get married and have a life with Lois Lane. To me, that's the same kind of story that they're trying to tell here. And, I mean, the, the original series by Claremont and, and Frank Miller actually doing the artwork, um, Chris Claremont was writing this series. It's I think it was a four-part series. Um, it's a little bit different from this movie, but not a lot. I mean, a lot of it is taken directly from this. And so not only are you seeing Wolverine at his wounded, you know, self, but you're also seeing somebody that's like in mourning because he killed somebody that he loved. So you're starting out with a character with that kind of baggage and you're seeing what he does with that and where it takes him. And I think that was the most compelling thing about it was that, he has this struggle with this side of him that's this animalistic and that's just a killing but machine. The, he also has this side where that he used that and he killed somebody he loved because he's that way. But like they're, he didn't, he, they're tying yeah. that scene between him and Jean Grey with one of the worst X-Men movies ever made. Yeah, unfortunately, that's what most people are going to see. But, right. I mean, we know it from the comic books. Sure. It's a different situation. Um and I mean, he didn't do that in the comic books, but right. we're cueing the character from there. And so, if I'm doing that and not basing it on X Men or Wolverine Origins, I'm I'm seeing the development of that character in a way that, when I read that series, I fell in love with Wolverine. And in fact, that was one of the first times me and Brian. I mean, we we had just started being friends at that point, and he really got me into Wolverine. And so that was one of the first stories that I was like, okay, who is this character? And, and that showed it to me. Way different than any of the other X-Men films, this really delves into who he is. He, he is an her- a heroic character regardless of his past. This guy was tortured. I mean, he, he was probably killed. You know, in the process of putting this adamantium on him, and, and you know, he was, of course, a mutant before that. But to, to me, that really drove home that point, and that's what I loved about it. I, I didn't care so much for the action scenes. That, to me, was a, you know, a secondary part of it. Uh, of course, there were some great action scenes. I, I love the ninja scene where he's walking into the city being the lone samurai. And that's exactly what he is in the, in the comic books, too. He's a samurai character. He has honor. And that's, that's the thing that this movie was driving home for me, and that's what I loved about it. He, he's always portrayed as being invincible in all the previous movies, too. Yeah. It was nice to see him for once actually take damage and actually feel like maybe something could happen to the character. He cared about his life at that point. I got, I got, could, the, I got the feeling could, like in, in, you know, I mean, whenever he's uh, up against Magneto, I always feel like he's vulnerable. Magneto has the upper hand every time, seems like. When Magneto's in the same room with them mm-hmm. absolutely right you know in those movies i've always felt like magneto can uh, not necessarily kill him but kind of control him yeah but jay since you you were a big fan of the comic books in this story do you think it, it kept that could stay true to that yeah i mean they they switched around a little bit like um yukio was more of kind of a girlfriend you know what i mean like there was a love triangle kind of situation between Yukio and, and Mariko and, and Wolverine. Um, and the Silver Samurai um, was not the father. He was actually Hadera, the ninja assassin that was like shooting people with arrows. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of like good and bad, you know, helping and not helping. Um, he was the Silver Samurai originally. And so there's a couple. 
there's a couple things that they changed, including a, a Sh- uh, Shingen, which was Mariko's father. Um, he was also uh, supposed to be Hadra's father in, uh, in, in the comic books. So they changed that as well. And, and that was the one thing I had a problem with was Hadera was kind of like on the fence the whole time. You didn't really understand what he was doing. Like some of the stuff he did early on doesn't make sense when you when you get further on in the story in the movie. Um, you know, like trying to help them out and then later on not helping them out. You know, it didn't make any sense for me for that character. But um, for the most part, yeah, it stuck to the love story. It stuck to his struggle with becoming more of a human than a mutant and a, and a berserker, somebody that couldn't control his emotions. You know, like they said in, in the movie, you are a samurai without a master. And so that was a big point, was that he is this warrior, but what is he working for? What's his goal? And I think deep down, that's what he discovers in the movie. And if you use Jean Grey, I think that was a good way to, to bring that about. Now, the timeline's kind of flipped around like in all these Fox X-Men movies, right? Because in the comic, he met Mariko long before he even knew who Jean Grey was, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. That was different, too. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, that's why they were talking about making this movie originally a prequel. Mm-hmm. And then right. because of Days of Future Past, like they're like, no, no, this happens after the events of X-Men 3. Right. And like everybody was like, whoa, okay, okay, all right. Some people, when I was reading this, thought it was a standalone Wolverine movie. Like it had nothing to do with origins right. in, in some X-Men movie, too. Yeah, I could see how they would think that with the promotion. Yeah. Well, th- this this was the one thing that they did take from the Avengers was that they're obviously trying to expand the universe. That stuff was included to do that. And, I, you know, I'm kind of excited about it. I've been shitting on the X-Men from day one. You know, I'm not a fan. I'm not looking forward to it. But in a way, this kind of uh, was successful in making that exciting for me again. Just the thought of it. Now, I'm, I'm probably going to be proven wrong. Um, and I'm probably going to – I may eat my words. It may be really good. But to me, this this was successful in like making excited for the next X Men. I agree with that, Jay. I got excited for the next X Men movie too, as much as I've not been looking forward to it. This movie did work in getting me looking forward to it. Yeah, I can't see the trailer yeah. now. Yeah. Well, why did it? Why did it turn you off, though? I mean, I don't know. What did I... did you not want that X Men element in it? I mean, was that would that have made it a little better? Or, I mean, like Brian said, you felt like it was kind of thrown in. That's. Yeah, thrown in would be the best best way to put it. Yeah. Okay. I my mic was I had some problems with my mic there for a second, guys. What was the question again? Well, I, what I was wondering is uh, what was the problem with the X-Men references? Was it w- did you feel like it was too much of a forced afterthought um or was it something else that you just didn't want to see that as part of the Wolverine standalone? This I okay, just this whole movie, I was just totally unimpressed with it. I mean, it, the whole movie was just it was just weird to me. Um confusing at some points too. Not so much I, not for me. I was confused. Yeah. I was just bored. I was just like not really yeah. into it. I mean, the only thing that like kept my interest was Hugh Jackman. Exactly. Everybody else in that movie could get I could give two shits about yeah. um, the uh, I, I, let me uh, how, how do I explain this um, the stuff that I did like I like the beginning with uh, Hiroshima right with the bomb and when you watch the bomb drop I thought that was really cool just mm-hmm. watching that mm-hmm. and then you know how he how he saved that so, guy's life and, yeah. and uh, same thing with the um, 
the uh, Wolverine uh, origin stuff. I liked watching him and Sabretooth fight in the different wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After that, I hated the movie. <laughs> right. But I loved that. Mm-hmm. And then I loved Wolverine in this scene in Japan, you know, saving that guy's life and, you know, and... Uh, and then, and then, then I, you know, when the movie started off, I was really excited. I was yeah. like, that was a really cool scene. Good opener. And, and then, and then they show Wolverine in the woods with that bear. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah. Like he was going to fight him or something. And or... then they made the bear pee for yeah. a cheap laugh. Yeah. I'm like, that's okay. stupid. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah, I but, agree but no, with no, that. No, no, no. That's not the whole reason I hated the movie. It's, I, I know. The bear know. didn't take me out of the movie. So no, don't, don't no. get me, don't get me wrong. I was just like, well, why, why pee? Yeah. Don't do that. Just like you a, had a really cool moment between, you know, this man who who can actually be almost, you know, very much like a beast, animalistic, right. uh, you know, and, and him in this like quiet moment between him and this, you know, beautiful animal mm-hmm. in the woods. And then all of a sudden, you know, they ruin it with the bear peeing. Right. And it was right. just stupid to me. Well, um, it was marking its territory, but I agree. I, I, even the friend I went with was like, why did they make the bear pee? I was like, yeah. <laughs> but you heard like the stupid laughs in the theater after that, like a couple giggles. And it was like, they kind of just ruined that movement, but that moment, I think. stale humor on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought the uh, the bar scene was really cool when he went in there and, and you know, beat the, you know, stabbed that guy in the, in <laughs> yeah. the, in the hand with the arrow and stuff mm-hmm. like that. When they introduced that, uh, what's her name? Yinku or whatever her name is? Yukio. Yukio. When they introduced her and she started talking, I was like, oh, God. First <laughs> off, she can't act that mm-hmm. well. She may be able to act in you know her native tongue. Right. But when she starts talking in, in English, it was just like, wow. She took me out. I couldn't even understand her at first. Uh, and then, and then um, I don't know. It was just like... I, we've seen this trope, this classic trope of like the superhero loses his powers, and uh, you know then he gets them back. Right. And I, you know, I, I and I couldn't get into the character of uh, Viper at no. all. She was horrible. Yeah. Horrible actress. I thought she was awful. I, I have never seen her in anything else. She looked like a mixture of uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. She looked like Taylor Swift uh, and uh, Portia de Rossi had been like <laughs> somehow just like morphed in. morphed in together. And on top of that, that she tongue, can't act. No. And then um, she took me out of the film. And mm-hmm. I didn't like her at all. I, I wasn't buying her. Okay. Um, and uh, there's just a lot of stuff that that I don't know. There's just a lot of things in this movie that I didn't like. You know, like the I didn't care for the love scene between him and and uh, no. um, Mariko. I didn't. It's like okay, Wolverine. He's I don't not like a lover. It. Well, I, mean, I, I don't like. That's the thing I don't like about Wolverine is he, he's always like this lovesick puppy when it comes to these women. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like his weakness. Is yeah, women. Exactly and I hate that. But I hate that about him. Even yeah. in the comics. Yeah, I hate that about him. You know, the like that. I don't like that. I mean, I just 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 do what's right, and you know. I don't know. It's just like I don't know. I that just drives me crazy. The, the yeah, but, but don't you think they got to give him a weakness? You know, I know, I know. I mean, that, I know. that to me is why they do that. But right. I, I can't relate to that. I can't relate to that. Right. Like you know, mm-hmm. being in his shoes and having all these powers, and then and when it then comes to when it comes to women, melts down exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's supposed to be like this. Uh, Superhuman badass. I mean, but animals like in the animal kingdom, they just take what they want. Big time, yeah, yeah. and then well, he's so submissive. It's in like my a seventh, opinion, sex, seventh grade year old boy, like, he can be very submissive to these women. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised know. you didn't fall in love with Viper. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, I yeah, 
and I'm not trying to bash this movie 100%. I mean, it just did not... I wasn't sitting there watching this movie being like, wow, oh, wow, that's a wow scene. Wow. Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. You know, there were things that I did think were cool towards the end. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the dog disagrees. A car turning like three miles down the road. He's barking There's a car at- turning. <laughs> Literally, that was actually Dan. That was me. <laughs> that was my next thing. I do want to read something for you guys real quick, yeah, though, please. on uh, Metacritic. Uh, a guy by the name of Simple Method says he really enjoyed The Wolverine. A huge step from the misfire that was Origins. It was most certainly uh, stuck true to the comics, and for a Marvel movie, it was very intense. Hold on. You guys ready? Yeah. Much, mm-hmm. much better than Man of Steel. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Zero people found this useful. <laughs> nice what did you guys think about Japanese Hawkeye though <laughs> Japanese Hawkeye he had a pretty good shot <laughs> yeah he was cool he, didn't he miss was much. cool but I, I didn't uh, he was the one thing I didn't understand so much I, I was very surprised I, I thought he was a good guy the whole movie then it was surprising I didn't really understand his turn what, a twist. No. what a twist what a twist what a twist why was he killing people that he was working with <laughs> that's what I didn't understand I mean it didn't ruin the movie for me but why at the beginning was he helping them by killing some of the henchmen that he was also working with <laughs> it didn't yeah, make any know. sense. Yeah. But I thought I liked him. I, I, I liked the character development in this. I, I didn't think any of that was lacking. I I loved Mariko. I wanted to marry her. And like you said, I, I Karate Kid 2, yeah, it was there. And I love Karate Kid yeah, 2. Karate Kid 2 is great. So yeah. I had a good time with that. I had a good I, time I, watching I was, Karate Kid 2. I just didn't have a lot of... I didn't have fun watching, you know, uh, Wolverine be Ralph Macchio. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got you. I got you. But I enjoyed that. I thought. I thought it. You know. And I'm glad. I, I you know, how- I'm glad that there's people that like. You know what? Even though. Even though I didn't like this particular Marvel movie, Marvel based character movie, I'm glad that there are people that do like it that are enjoying it because that's good for comic books. It's getting re- very good reviews. Good. From users. I'm glad you it know, is. Like it's not not critics wise. It's kind of mixed right now. But. It just did not wow me. It no. was just not like you know. I'm I, you know we, guys. We got it's Avengers last summer. Yeah. And I mean, you you stack this up against Avengers, and it's like, come on, are you no, serious? You like, can't. come on, guys. Let's 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 go all out. Yeah. You come have on. To. Come on, man. Let's right. let's throw in some like Bring a whole fucking house. You know what I mean? Let's like, do it. Yeah. They brought like the spare bedroom. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, what villain would you use for a Wolverine solo movie? You know, you're catching me off guard with this because I, I mean, I'd have to. I, you, if you give me a couple days to sit back yeah. and think about it, yeah, maybe yeah. I've got a really good answer that'll be like, wow, oh shit, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. First off, let's put him in the fucking suit. Big yeah. time. If you want to, let, let's let's put him in the suit. It's time. I've seen him in wife beaters for fucking well, 10, like, 13 years now. It's like an origins how he gets the jacket. You know what I mean? Like, who yeah. cares about your fucking motorcycle the jacket? Brian Singer black sh- uh, the Brian Singer black costumes I'm done with. Right. But, mm. you know, hey, let's Yellow throw... Blue. Dude, if you... Hey, let's... You, you want to you wanna do... Let's... Uh, can they throw Wendigo in a film or something? How about Omega Red? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I thought it would be cool to explore kind of his, his agent you know background and why he would wear a suit you know kind of his yeah. black ops yeah. stuff yeah you know 
But I, yeah, I mean that that would have been great. They um, they really fucked it up with uh, Sabretooth with Leif Schreiber in that right, last oh, movie because like yeah. a, a Wolverine Sabretooth movie Ty, a, a, a done proper would be awesome. Movie, yeah. But when you throw Deadpool and you got <sighs> Will I Am playing this Nightcrawler esque <laughs> yeah. character, and then Deadpool didn't even look like Deadpool. I mean, it and was, I, yeah, it, it was horrible. It was just horrible. <laughs> Yeah, that movie made me so mad. The whole movie centered around Wolverine and Sabretooth and their relationship. And then at the end, they team up. Yeah. And it resolved Never would have happened. Yeah. I, I just... Uh, guys, I just wasn't... I, I just wasn't blown away by this movie. I thought it was meh. You know, it's like... If I want to go see a kung fu movie... I'll go see a kung fu movie. It was almost like a movie about Japanese people and a man with claws. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. I didn't see it. You could have literally called it Man with Claws. Yeah. And it probably would have been better. Yeah. Because then you'd have no expectations. Oh, it's Wolverine. I kept thinking this whole movie, and this is what was going through my head, is like, you know what? This whole movie wouldn't have happened if he wouldn't have got on the fucking plane. <laughs> You're right. Well, yeah. Too bad there wasn't like a delay or something. He said, fuck it, and just went home or something. You know? But then, you know, he's got to get on the plane, then he's pussy whooped by Mariko within 24 fucking hours. <laughs> he was pussy whooped the first time he saw her. He was. Yeah. He was. The first time he looked at her, he's thinking, oh, well, I'm ooh, getting her. Ooh, yeah. 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 I don't like that. I don't either. Come on. It's not Wolverine. Seriously. I almost want to ask Grow you guys a fucking pair if- and just. I know. I want to change my character on our, our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of that white beater, damn it. <laughs> now, are you guys surprised they didn't uh, do any Damien setup in this? I was kind of looking for that to happen. Oh, the sun? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that could have been a possibility, I guess. I wasn't really thinking about it. I wasn't it either. Into, but, no. you know. I was just thinking maybe Hugh Jackman's getting a little bit old and... That'd be a good idea to get him established into the universe, you know? Yeah, that's true. But I think he, he, Hugh Jackman doesn't look old by any means. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he still looks like he's... And I did hear he uh, teamed up with Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, to get in shape for this movie. Really? Yeah. And So him, The Rock, and some steroids all got together and... <laughs> 19 meals a day. Yeah, you know what? It's really easy to get in shape when you have, like, unlimited resources. Unlimited funds and resources, And yeah. a personal chef that'll make you, you know... Good tasting food that's, every second you know, of the day. Yeah, that's high in protein right. and low in fat. So yeah. yeah, must be nice. I would look like that too if I yeah. was in that situation. Me, oh, me I'd too, absolutely. Too, but. but you know, <laughs> daily stress. That. You know, <laughs> seriously, the daily stress of bullshit in life. You're talking about just life in general. Yeah, it's like fucking. Oh, fuck this day. I'm gonna go to Taco Bell and get <laughs> a smothered burrito and a fucking Doritos Locos. And those are new. The smothered burrito. Fucking yeah, I had one already. Are they good. Yeah, better than this movie. <laughs> we go to Taco Bell now? <laughs> We're reviewing the smothered burrito next episode. Guys, I just felt like I watched a kung fu movie. Yeah, I didn't I feel did like too. I watched a, a Wolverine movie. Man with and, the and the, and the uh, What about Crouching Viper Hidden Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, crouching Viper Pissing Bear? <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I, no, 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 no. I'll be honest with you. The way Jay makes the movie sound, good. that's the fucking movie that I want to see. Yeah. I wish right. I would have gotten that out of this movie. Right. Because when Jay talks about the movie, it actually sounds like a really fucking awesome character developmental film mm-hmm. that I want to see. Yeah. That's not what I got out of this, though. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. I kept thinking about, shit, man, should I get some popcorn? <laughs> Pop- <laughs> popcorn would be Makes good right now. I just wasn't blown away. Um I- the climactic fight between him and uh, Mariko's father. Right. 
that was just eh. it wasn't a throwaway by any means and it was I, there were parts that I thought cool like yeah. when 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 you know when the guy did fucking stab him straight through the fucking like uh, shoulder blade and yeah. shit or when he went through him yeah went right through yeah. him I was just like shit you know th- this is that's cool right but it wasn't f- as epic as I was hoping it would yeah. be I don't know it fell flat I mean but then again that's just me I think I, I think I think the ninja scene makes up for it totally i mean i think that was the epic battle scene was him walking into the city well no he rode his bike mm-hmm. he rode his b- motorcycle into the city and gets gets off and he's like is that all you've got is that all the men you have because he's 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 this is his journey honor again and this is kind of that scene where he's taking that step and saying yeah but you know okay so you know he's walking through and they're like firing off arrows like mm-hmm. crazy yeah. right okay yeah. and they even use don't they use that that viper chemical on him mm-hmm. yeah is, is that what yeah. Yeah. yeah just on that yeah. final arrow I thought. yeah, yeah. Not so throughout the movie. so i mean they're they're hitting him with all these arrows and it does knock him out i wanted to see him just all of a sudden just have like this incredible hulk moment Cut them all. Yeah. Yeah. He just fucking like just like either like snaps his back and like knocks these guys down and then cuts the fucking, you know, shit and then just goes off on them. And then typical Wolverine berserkness. Yeah. Yeah. Like that moment in Pacific Rim when he's fucking like dragging the boat behind him. I want to see Wolverine like scraping his claws up against a building and you can see sparks flying off, like running in between two buildings with sparks flying off and him just, yeah, fucking going feral. That's what I want to see. And then him fucking cutting heads off and decapitating motherfuckers. (laughs) I don't want to see, I don't want to see him get, you know, be taken down mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan no he would have been like, no Hulk Lake Hogan drop. would have gotten up yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would have got yeah Hulk Hogan yeah Hulk Hogan would have gotten he would have gotten up and done a leg drop on yeah. the motherfucker yeah. am I right yeah you would have shit even Ultimate Warrior he would have grabbed the ropes and started like <laughs> he's doing it yeah too. so that's, that's the poster of the movie right here though. he's doing but it, that but it, it's almost like it's almost like he doesn't have time for that his focus is on getting to Mariko it's getting to her and, and and he I know he did save a lot shit. of time by, by getting knocked out and then taking him up into that building because it was off it was far away. Yeah. But that's not what I wanted to see. No. Oh, I love that scene. Yeah, I love was it. Great, that was a great scene. I thought. Yep. It, it was just symb- symbolic. Like you don't have to take it literally. Like uh, this is what Wolverine should have done. Yeah. This is a, like if you're reading a comic book. They don't actually like lay everything out. Maybe they're going to do this symbolically, and this was symbolic of his drive to be the honorable guy and save this girl. And, and I mean, and, and again, you don't like that whole love thing, but I, I mean, I like it about his character. He's not just a killing machine. Because if he was just a killing machine, I'd read the Punisher. You know, I'd get tired of it, and it would be the you know just go read the Punisher, and there you have your killing machine without any kind of heart and soul and to me the girls bring that like i said it's his weakness that's what makes him vulnerable and and it's also that part of him that isn't that berserker that then maybe for me it's not the fact that they're throwing in the love story jay 
It's the fact that they aren't putting it on the screen in a way that makes me think that he should have fallen in love with this particular person. There was nothing special about the time that they met. Hmm. The only thing that he did was protect her. If I want to see a fucking movie about a a believable movie about somebody protecting someone and falling in love, I'll watch Titanic where he keeps her from jumping into the fucking water. I'll watch The Bodyguard with Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. I'm not going to watch James Mangold make Wolverine fall in love with Mariko. I, I wasn't buying it. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. But see, that's what I take from they the They didn't comics. earn it. Yeah, you're taking that from the comics, but me I, as... I didn't need the backstory, but I understand right. what you're saying. Okay. That people that don't know that yeah. would need that backstory. I, I, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying I didn't feel like their love or whatever they had was earned. That makes sense. Meaningful. That makes sense. Yeah. Plus, at the end of the movie, he hit it and quit it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all he wanted. And, and the it's thing all is... He wanted. The, the the and that that is totally right on Brian and so I can see why why you tossed it I could see why a lot of people would actually toss it now but to me I already knew that backstory and right. he was absolutely in love with her right. so uh, I guess I was holding on to that a little too much instead of just putting that aside a little bit and looking at it as a film but as a fan of Wolverine I'm glad that they didn't that they had that in the story. Trust me, and, dude. I loved I loved Hugh Jackman in this movie. Yeah, I did. I thought he was really He's good. Great. I thought he was really good. I mean, I, if I could rate Hugh Jackman's performance as Wolverine in this movie without like the love stuff, right. I would give him absolutely give him a Tupperware. I love Hugh Jackman. I love his love for the character. Hugh Jackman yeah. didn't know anything about the X-Men or Wolverine before he did these movies. Yeah. Like he said, I remember in an interview that like there was a band in Australia called the X-Men and oh, that's I the only, about that. yeah, yeah, that's the only thing he knew about, about X-Men. Before. He yeah. didn't know that they were characters or whatever, wow. but afterwards, like he would sit in his trailer and read graphic novel after right. graphic novel and comic after comic. And he's Study fallen in learn. love with this character yeah. and he's always come back and done these movies for his fans, which I love that about him. And he's such a charismatic guy when he goes to the comic con and he gets people really into the film. He's a and, people person. And he, yeah, he yeah. is. And he's such a likable guy. And, you know, that's why I wanted to love this movie. And even going in, I'd say about 15 minutes into the movie, I was really invested. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't until they actually went to Japan and everything started happening in Japan that started I was kind of taken out yeah. of it. Um, so do you guys, what do you guys think of James Mangold then? I think I, it was his fault I, or, I mean. What was his previous films? This is, I'm going to tell you, Night and Day. I mean, he does a movie about every two years, three, two to three years, Night uh-huh. and Day, 310 to Yuma. Walk, I love 310 to Yuma. Walk that was the, great. Walk the Line. That was walk a good movie as well, yeah. Identity. I don't remember that don't one. Remember that, that was good. Identity's great. That's Kate and Leopold. Cusack. Yep. Girl Interrupted back in the 90s. Yeah, I remember oh, yeah. that. Bland. Great. Good, and then good Heavy. Movie. Okay. So, I mean, he does a movie about every two years, but he yeah. doesn't really have any... I don't. He doesn't really have a good background, in my opinion. You know, I... I No, I think he's I think he's uh, got some good movies there. I mean, the a good few, movies there. yeah. Um, absolutely yeah I, I think there's more than a few good movies that you read off but um th- th- he wants to do uh sandman by the way i just think there needs to be more comic book movies that actually put us into that comic book world like uh i want to see i want to see uh you think they're that's why i want to see joss whedon get control of this character i want yeah. fox and sony to be like hey we need to get Dump in it. on this we need to get on on some of this fucking Avengers movie, yeah. Uh, money, money, Avengers movie, money, yeah. and we need to not sell our characters, 
but let's let's work, work out together. a deal. Let's work yeah. out a deal. And I want to see Joss Whedon have you know control of Wolverine, and I want to see Wolverine be more like he is in the comic when it comes to like some of the comical like stuff. Like a dirty guy, you know. Like and a, I want to see like him sail, like an old sailor. You know what I mean? Like he just doesn't give a shit. And they they threw like a few bones to us. Like he did say, didn't he say Bub? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, I, I just so I don't they, know guys. They cater to the casual fan too much. Is that what it is? I don't. I don't think so. I catered to me. It catered to the people that read the Frank Miller Chris Claremont series, which was huge. So to me, it does play to the comic book fan. Uh, I, like I said, I don't want to see Wolverine as the same character all the time. And this was one of the few stories where I was like, Wolverine is more than that. He's more than what I think he is. He's more than what he's been on the X Men team. You know. It's not it's not enough for me that he's this unstoppable fucking killing machine. That's awesome. I love that about him. You know, just like Batman kicks ass. It's the same situation, but I need a back I need something else. I need a soul. So what's driving him? Why is he a hero? And to me that's what that comic series and this movie are are putting together. And you know, I, it, again, if you didn't read that series, you wouldn't really be as into it. So I I understand why people are ho hum on it. You make a lot of sense. I mean, like well, I said earlier. I, I, no, I mean, you're, the insight's great. I, I mean, I'm not trying to change anyone's mind, you know, and I'm, I'm definitely, no, I, don't think, I, I, don't I agree think with what you guys are saying, too. I understand that now. I understand it now. But to me, when I saw it, I didn't feel like I was let down as a comic reader. I felt like this is exactly the story I mm. wanted to see. I, I and it was one of my favorite Wolverine stories. I didn't feel let down. I just felt bored. And I, I wasn't, it wasn't like Iron Monday, Man 3 for me. I, I didn't leave the theater like fucking like, Pissed off. man, that yeah. movie was shit. That movie was horrible. I just left and thought, hey, I watched a pretty cool kung fu movie. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I yeah. watched a kung- I, I get you. I understand that point. So I mean, wanna, in a way, it was. If but, I wanted to see Honor and all that stuff, I'd watch. Uh, I'd watch The Last Samurai. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. But you know, to me, there was a lot. There was enough going on with like the the Yokuza clan. You know, you had this like crime ele- crime uh, element. That's the biggest gang in Japan. It's also one of the most dangerous gangs in Japan. But. Um, you had that. You had the Ninja Clan. I liked all that underlying story and and the generations of you know the father and the son and the and the daughter. I liked all that. And I, and I thought Mariko was heavenly. Like I I didn't need like a backstory as to why he fell in love with her. I just felt like when I saw her that she was kind of angelic and he was so attracted to that because he was attracted to people like Jean Grey, who was you know of course angelic times a thousand. I mean she even had kind of powers like that the dark he's Phoenix. attracted to everybody wolverine is a fucking walking hard on i yeah. swear no, he didn't get it on with with uh Lindsay uh, lohan could have showed up in that film and he would have fucking <laughs> tara reed oh. could have been in that film and wolverine would have been like oh hello well, let's uh let's Snicked. go over, let's go over rotten tomatoes on that all right. Yeah, what's, yeah. what's doing? Metacritic Rotten Tomatoes. A Metacritic sixty out of hundred right now. Okay. Um, that this is like fifteen minutes ago. Uh, critics on Rotten Tomato are giving it sixty seven percent. With did the, you say Rotten Tomato? No, Tomato. Did you just turn <laughs> to Larry the Cable Guy? <laughs> Toma- get her done. <laughs> get her done. <laughs> Rotten Tomato. Rotten Tomatoes give it here. Rotten Tomato dot com gave it a sixty seven percent. Sixty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, with the top critics giving it a sixty one percent, which I don't know who the top critics are right now, uh-huh. but. 
uh, audiences are giving it a 78% on user reviews. Hmm. So, I mean, obviously, we know where the higher ratings are from. We knew that coming in. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah. Get her done. Get her done. <laughs> <laughs> Rotten tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes. <laughs> Green tomatoes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad that it got three taste-its then. Yeah. Three taste-its yeah. and one toss-it. No Tupperwares, though. No. Which, it'll never happen again. That was, <laughs> that, was like, that was like Rams winning the Super Bowl. Do you guys want to talk about the uh, post-credit scene? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about yeah. it. All right. Post-credit scene, um, it's Wolverine at the airport. And, uh, you know, he's going to go through the security. Yeah. And uh, he 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 what, is it, what he wants to be patted down. Yeah, he opts for it. Yeah, he opts yeah. for being patted down. <laughs> and, uh, Wouldn't you though? I mean, he's walking. does he at that point? Does he hear a familiar voice? Is that no? Oh, no he sees the change and all the metal yeah, and things right. like that start to move, move and yeah. rumble. Yeah, turns around and of course it's uh, Ian McKellen as Magneto. Yeah. Real quick before you go sure. on, um, reading before reading some stuff before this movie, somebody teased that maybe Bishop was in that scene somewhere. Did anybody point him out? No, there was actually a trailer at Comic-Con where Bishop was in that trailer, but he was not in this trailer. Okay. Maybe he was... I, was, I, I didn't looked see, for him, and I didn't see it either. No, he would have really stood, stood out, out in that yeah, scene. Yeah. I was trying to look for everybody in behind. That's why I right. kind of missed some of the, the yeah. little things. But yeah, when the metal started shaking... And, I'd have to see that scene again, but you it's think on, Bishop would have stood out. It's on YouTube. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's when you then you introduced to Ian McKellen as Magneto, and he's talking about you know there's some things going on with the humans, right? And uh, basically, this is leading into Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. Then we get a huge reveal after that, <laughs> where um, Professor, Professor X, X yeah. comes out, and then we know that he was killed in uh, X Men: uh, The Last Stand, right? And so Wolverine is just like, holy shit, you know, here's here's you know pretty much my mentor, and here mm-hmm. he comes, and you know what's you know why you're not ha- the only one. And so yeah. now we're leading into Days of Future Past. What did you guys think about that scene? I I, I loved it. I mean, I I had already heard about it before. I went and saw it, but so you knew what that scene was about. Yeah, I absolutely okay. knew it was coming. You know, I knew the whole thing, but. Mm. I, I loved it, and it, and it reminded me of, you know, what I liked about X-Men, which was the very first part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it made sense. So, it made a lot so of sense. I was excited. Now, again, I might be let down, but yeah. I loved that scene. I loved seeing him with Magneto and Professor X. Yeah, I loved it, too. It got me excited. I, I want to know what Magneto and Professor X are going to tell Wolverine, what the problem is that they needed to confront well, it, him with. Well, it singles him out. It, it shows how important he is to those two. Right. He's always been the most important X-Man, you know, regardless of all these cool characters on the team. It's always really been about Wolverine. And when you have Professor X and Magneto saying, hey, we need your help. You guys are drinking the fucking Kool-Aid, man. You're drinking that Brian Singer fucking Kool-Aid. No, uh, no, no, absolutely not. This has nothing to do with Brian Singer. I, I have little faith. OK, that this so is you guys are good. just saying that you like that scene. It, as a comic book fan, okay. and as somebody that knows how important Wolverine is to these two characters, right. that was cool that they showed it. I'm glad you so, guys aren't drinking that fucking Brian Cool uh, Brian Singer Kool Aid because you know what? If you are, he's gonna let you fucking down. I can I, guarantee I, it. I can give you my rating right now on X Men. It's gonna be so. X Men Days of Future <laughs> Past, man. It's gonna be a clusterfuck of toss it. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, our first toss it party. Yeah, toss, toss it, party. it party. Yeah. <laughs> And that's where we just ransack the whole place and just throw everything. So, <laughs> Jay's computer's going down. <laughs> Do you guys have anything else that you wanted to say about the Wolverine before you wrap up the show? 
Um, the poster. I think a lot cool. of the positive response may be a bit on the curve with how awful the last one was. It seems like everyone in the reviews mentions it was better than the last one. Maybe that's a little bit of why it's getting such a positive response, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess people are just thinking, hey, anything was better than the last one. (laughs) Yeah. It didn't have a lot to live up to, unfortunately. Hey, let's set the bar really, really low. (laughs) That way when we follow up, it's going to be fucking amazing. Everybody's like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> wow. It's the best movie of the year. I've read They've, some uh, reviews where they said this is the best comic movie of the year. But, I mean, it's just like, <laughs> fucking kidding me? <laughs> fucking bad movie here's reviews? My, here's my closing thoughts on it. I liked it as much as Spider-Man 2, and I liked it as much as Man of Steel. So that's how much I liked it. But you gave Man of Steel a Tupperware, Jay. I know. It's a different, it's a different thing because it's Superman. Superman's on a higher scale for me than than somebody like Wolverine. So I mean, Wolverine has to be absolutely perfect. It's harder to adapt. Never gonna happen. It's harder to adapt Superman than it is Wolverine, if, in yeah. my right. opinion. I just want right. to see Wolverine fight Hulk or something in in a, in a future something. You know? Can't do it. I know. The I know. I know. But that's just what. That's just how. I'm, I'd love to see that too. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, it would. That would be awesome. Come on, Marvel, Fox, Sony, just do it. You know, we're seriously. not the only ones that think this way. Out of the can't we all just get people, along, right? Let's make some. <laughs> let's make some money. Let's make some movies. If they if if they came out and said Avengers three, we're gonna have Fox, Sony, and Marvel Studios working together to make one movie. That would be the big blockbuster <laughs> movie of all time. It would it would do more money than any Anything. movie has ever done ever, ever. ever. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Period. Show's over. <laughs> So, all right. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about this? I don't. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. All right, we'll get, we'll see you guys next week. Later. Later on. Later, y'all. See ya. There's already like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that makes us happy, like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. By the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's race it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carryover, counterculture, pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. That original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's race it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over Culture pushovers, pop culture, leftovers, and with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said, leftovers, pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture leftovers. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carryover, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And the uncool kids, what's to 
Oh my. Yeah, we're all up in your shit this week. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Big time. Literally. Check your stool because we're there. <laughs> <laughs> right next to the peanuts and the corn. Let's see here. I'm sure our listeners want to know what happened to, to Dan last week. <laughs> Dan, okay, so no, we had an episode. Yeah, uh, Dan no, had an episode. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Dan, Dan was with us, and then Dan wasn't with us. It was like a magic trick on the air. It's like one minute he's there, and he's gone. They do call me Dan, Dan, Dan Copperfield. Copperfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I... I tr- Illusions, Michael. Tricks are for whores. <laughs> <laughs> I do want you guys to tell the listeners what you thought was wrong with me, and then I'll give you the real... No, I'm going to give you the fucking real reason right now. Okay. No, no this ahead. is what we thought. Yeah. This is what we thought. Okay. I honestly think that you, you said you were sick. You weren't feeling well, yeah. and you had to go. Dan's like Dan's like looking down like right now. Okay, licking my lips because I'm ready. I honestly think that we got we got so fucking geeky last week talking about all this Marvel panel and all this shit that does fucking not comic book geeks. Yeah, that it just did not interest the point where it physically made you ill. <laughs> Broke out in hives. Yeah, I wish that was the reason because that is an awesome reason. But... Like we, like no, we like our geekiness just proved too much for you. It made <laughs> you so ill. It was like you were almost like manning a Jaeger by yourself. <laughs> it's category five. Me geekiness. and Jay and Jake were in the Crimson Typhoon. You were, and we were all drifting, and that left you alone. And you're a Jaeger drifting by yourself. And you got a nosebleed, you got sick, and you couldn't take it. And then you, you, you're, you're, I, I saw you literally turn kaiju blue at one point. <laughs> I was like, white. I was like, shit, is he going to make it? That's what we thought. Like, you left, you left, and we, like, went off on this huge know, tangent. I like, know. dude, I hope he's okay. We love Dan. Sure. But at the same time, we were laughing because we were like, shit, dude, we hit, like, supernova geek level and it got you sick. I literally had to go home and watch like nine hours of. That's what I thought. <laughs> I thought like you needed a palate cleanser. I did. It like wasn't right. Like, for my two days. like one. Like 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 one minute all is normal in the world. The next minute you're hearing about Drax and Gamora. And I was talking raccoons and novas and <laughs> you were just tree. like yeah trees talking I'm and starting shit. to get a little sick right now. <laughs> no. no, everything started spinning for you. It did. No, I mean. Last weekend, I went camping out of town uh, and had had a few too many drinks that night and woke up early the next day and did a lot of stuff that was exhausting. And it, it just it was it was a bad it was a, what, what they call a perfect storm when it comes to drinking and, and being exhausted. So I appreciate you guys letting me leave like I did. And I apologize. We had no choice. You, but... you interrupted the podcast and you said you were going to go. <laughs> do, not play <laughs> that. do not play that. Can I please? Dan, please. No, no, I'm leaving. Come on. I don't want to hear it. Please. I don't want to hear it. Please. No. Can I play it? You guys suck. Please. <laughs> please. I'm begging you for our listeners. I don't think we have enough time. <laughs> please. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Play it. <laughs> it's got to be played. Fuck you. Hey, I didn't want to kill everybody, but man, I'm not, I'm not feeling good right now. <laughs> what? I'm going to have to take off. Okay. This yeah. is all a joke. I got really sick. Like okay, let me just stop recording. I That's what, I- <laughs> <laughs> what? You see how these guys change? Like, so, 
I do need donations for my hospital bill. If you but guys see, can. this this isn't the first time this has happened. No, it just has. No, Man of Steel. You didn't get sick. You get sick in the Man of Steel episode. You interrupted the pod. You may. <laughs> God damn it! I hate you guys. <laughs> you interrupted the podcast. Man of Steel had a declaration. It went a little like this. Yeah. Before we move on, yeah. I just want to ask. I mean, I, I got, I got to go. I just, I'm ready to go. I'm contributing that much, and I don't want to. No, I feel like I have. I don't want to continue to go on because just I'm so emotionally drained right now. <laughs> you are putting me on blast like no other right now. If that doesn't make somebody quit the show, I don't know what else. Does. Oh man, it's like when Jay Leno has a guest and he plays all the most embarrassing clips possible. It's like. Did you guys, the plot details uh, and the title for the sequel for Sharknado have been revealed? They were leaked? I didn't hear the title, but I heard the... It's called uh, Terranado, and it, <laughs> in this version, there's, a, there's tornadoes. They're full of Tara Reid clones. Oh, shit. Um, they're, they're swirling around with empty bottles of vodka and then the tears of her disappointed father. <laughs> it's it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Where is the set at? Huh? Where is the set at? Um, it's set in a, uh, a self-induced coma, an alcohol-induced <laughs> coma that she goes into. This all takes place in her fucked-up little brain. My favorite show on TLC is back. Here Comes Honey Boo Boo is back oh. on TLC. Watched all four of them already. Um, I mean, seriously, it's on Did- the Learning Channel? Yeah. But doesn't it seem like they're trying way too hard this season? No, ser- <laughs> what do you mean they're trying way too hard? Like they... <laughs> filmed last season not really knowing the response they were going to get now that they know that they're celebrities and they're kind of out in the public eye that they're almost trying to my prime example the butter scene i know you watched that yeah i saw fucking it slipping around in the, right. living, in the kitchen with butter right it just seemed a little over top to me <laughs> <laughs> well i mean I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna deconstruct these scenes from here comes honey boo boo dan but I, I, that show pisses me off right now. I love it. I think it's hilarious. It is a good show to watch. Uh, this past week, it was one of the girls' birthdays, and so they took her to go to Papa Buck Barbecue. Yeah. And they took her on a food challenge called the Pigzilla, <laughs> where you attempt to eat a four-pound sandwich. So they take her to this uh, Papa Buck's Barbecue, and uh, it's three-pound meat and then one-pound bun. So she has 45 minutes, and it's this girl, Pumpkin. Pumpkin. It's like 12 and 300. Right. And so, hey, let's promote childhood obesity. (laughs) But um, so she has 45 minutes to to be a glutton and eat the whole thing. Is this seven? So she did not eat the whole thing. So yeah, she she didn't eat it. 